It is time for episode 77 of Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie and I'm your podcast host. On today's episode, I'm catching up with the beautiful monuments, Andrea Scumbry, to chat all about their brand new album, I'm the Reaper, which is the band's second album and it comes out on June 28th through Grayscale Records. Now, we have loved following the story of these girls who we first met at Big Sound back in 2017. From there, they've found themselves, they've found the right lineup and they are putting out some really hard-hitting and emotionally attached songs songs that fans are resonating with so quickly and their progression as musicians really needs to be seen to be believed. So far they've gone from playing really small shows to supporting the likes of In Hearts Wake to Night Alive and even playing the Download Festival in Sydney and Melbourne here in Australia. We'll go into detail about the second album and how it's connected to the very first one they put out a couple of years back. Plus, Perth prog rockers Make Way For Man have finally emerged after three years with a brand new song. Check it out. Well, technically the song isn't brand new. They've actually done a cover of a fantastic artist from about 10 years ago. I'll give you all the details about that and play it in full a little bit later on. Plus, give you details on who's touring the country and what's making news this week. But right now, let's officially kick it off with these guys here. One of the most inspirational bands in metalcore. The Ghost Inside with Engine 45 on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. I'm 
Hey, this is Boston Manor. And you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. Boston Manor teaming up with John Floriani from Trophy Eyes. That's Liquid on Wall of Sound up against the wall. And yes, I made a fuck up when I said that the two were touring. It wasn't a tour announcement they were teasing on Twitter. It was that song there. So for that, I apologize. I've made an idiot of myself at Wall of Sound's Facebook page. And uh, hopefully we can all move on from this and get on with our lives. All right? Stop ripping into me. Another band I want you guys to check out as well too is Pride Lens from Melbourne. Now these guys are coming up in the metalcore scene. Very much similar to what Thornhill have done, uh, making a name for themselves and opening for similar bands. They also scored a slot on the Unify Festival earlier on this year. They're also taking this new single out on the road down Australia's east coast throughout the rest of June. You can find out all the tour dates at wallofsoundau.com. Just search for Pride Lands. But this is their brand new single, Dark Sources, and Wall of Sound up against the wall. <laughs> We are part of the top of the media, we're 
Hey, this is Marcus from Northlane, and you're listening to Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. was the debut single for Bad Love featuring Marcus Bridge of Northlane. Now if you grew up listening to bands like Anne Boleyn, 30 Seconds to Mars and Sayo Zin, that band there are exactly what you've been looking for on an Australian side of things. And the members themselves are made up of former and current members of bands like Make Them Suffer, Wither, Dream On Dreamer and more. It's great they've burst into the scene with that debut song there, The World in Colour, and I'm keen to see what else they have behind them, so keep an eye on them. Bad Love is their name. Another band that's been doing the rounds for a little bit recently is Headstrong. They're a Sydney pop-punk band akin to that of like Trophy Eyes, Early Blink-182 and The Wonder Years. They put out their new single, Distant, which we put online earlier on this week at wallofsoundau.com. Go check out the video, but until that point, we're getting the song on right now for you. This is new stuff for Headstrong. Distant on Wall of Sound, up against the Great affection, your dependence and vulnerability All of which I try to keep myself from experiencing But I can't 
Wall of Sound up against the wall with Brownie. I try to see but I'm blinded by the white line I can't remember how, I can't remember why I'm lying here tonight And I can't stand the pain And I can't make it go Try to make a sound, but no one hears me. I'm slipping off the edge, I'm hanging by a thread. I wanna start this over again. So I try to hold on to a time when nothing mattered and I can't. you emo kids out there that simple plan untitled on wall of sound up against the wall they are working on album number six right now and david derosia who uh recently took two years off from the band has announced his return after taking a couple of years off for his mental health uh now this wasn't exactly reported but it wasn't exactly uh secret from the band obviously when they toured australia last year for the anniversary tour of no pads no helmets just balls he was visibly absent sending a lot of fans into a frenzy wondering where he was he obviously just needed time to get himself back on track again but he's back and fighting and ready to record this new album with the band once again everyone needs a bit of time to themselves so if you need help with your own mental well-being please get in touch with organizations like lifeline beyond blue or just google your local crisis support hotline now hellions have a couple of new songs out this week but they're actually b-sides from the rue recording process that didn't quite make the album but were released on a later vinyl issue now we do know that since guitarist matt gravelin has left the band after their last tour. The rest of the boys are taking a much needed break before they come back as a three piece and show us something different for the band too. I for one can't wait to see what these guys do but this is one of the last songs they release as a four piece. Continental Drift, New Hellions on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Can I still want her hands? I remember her first steps It's astonishing to me she grew so elegantly 
Burning fingers through her hair She's cold and I can't leave her yet, my child Are you hearing me? Put something in your stomach, try to breathe for me if you can I can't imagine all the grief you harbor in your head You told me things hadn't been the same, but that surely you'd make amends I know you weren't on the best of terms with her back then Can it ever be the same When we're burdened by the weight of empty space The timpani roll off our death Feel the walls of our home like insects And those winds that flood to Wall of Sound up against the wall.
know those bands that sit right in front of your eyes and you don't notice it until the last minute? That's my relationship with Stand Atlantic. That's them there on Wall of Sound up against the wall with their song Lavender Bones. Right now, let's get into Andy. Hey guys, it's Andy from The Beautiful Monument and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. We've been waiting to see some big things from the beautiful monument and the one thing I dislike about the band is they know how to keep a secret. So here to chat all about the new album they held from us for so long is Andrea Scumbry from the beautiful monument. Welcome. Hello, hello, how are you doing? Very good. All right, so you girls are very tight-lipped when it comes to anything you're pushing forward in future. Uh, not even a slip to, you know, we. I would dare say that we're mates, right, Andy? Yeah, 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 I guess you could say that. You kept it, like, from, from everyone, and then all of a sudden you, you announced the album on the Reaper and just built all this hype behind it. Why did you keep it so tight from everyone and, and away from the world? Um... Well, originally, when we were recording, we actually posted a few photos and said that album number two was coming. And then um, it actually ended up being a longer process than we thought. We started the recording process end of 2017 and finished end of 2018. So there was just a long period in the middle where we had to change up a few things we were doing. And yep, I guess that's why like information slowed down on it. But it's here now. It's coming. It's great, yeah. I already heard it too, and I cannot wait for everyone else to hear it. How do you feel the band has progressed since that first album on the scene? Um, musically, I think it's progressed. I think we've grown a bit since then, and considering we've got a new lineup as well, so that's obviously changed a little bit too. Even though um, Amy and Alex weren't around for the recording process of I'm the Reaper, but we were lucky that they liked the songs and they were happy with what we were doing. And there was no issues of them going, nah, I'm not going to play this. I don't want to play this stage, <laughs> that kind of thing. I mean, they, they, they have their favourites and they have their least favourites, but <laughs> it's not it's not a standstill. <laughs> How was that for you and uh, Lizzie, for example? You know, there's like massive changes with the band from when you first started and when we first caught up at Big Sound back in 2017. Like, were you ever worried about the future of the beautiful monument? Um, we were when we went through that that process of not knowing what we're going to do, if we're going to find new members or how the band's going to like continue. But um, it, it ended up coming together pretty quick in the end. And we had to go through a learning process with learning how to play with each other on stage. We were all friends beforehand, but it's very different to playing music and rehearsing and spending a lot of time together. Yeah. But it worked out well, and I think our lineup's the strongest it's been. Yeah, and look, you, you take a look at what's happened. I mean, signing the Grayscale Records, did you ever in your right mind ever believe that the band would take you to this part where, you know, you're signed to a label, you're putting out a new record, and you're just getting on, like, all these tours left, right, and centre? It was always, when I started playing music, it was always a dream, but um, it was never something I consciously thought of. I was always just excited to be recording music and doing videos and, and playing shows. And it was in the back of my mind. And then when it started becoming more real, I was like, oh, this could actually be a thing. And look, your parents, they obviously back you with everything they do. Are they more supportive now that you've got that signing? <laughs> um, you know what? My, my parents are very, very old school Greek. <laughs> my <mom. laughs> so my dad is the worst with it. And he, he continually still tells me that music should just be a hobby. Um, I, think I, <laughs> I think it makes it worse. The fact that I, I went and did a bachelor in biological sciences. Oh, geez. And then All right. decided to play in a band. So, yeah. <laughs> so until you bring home that, uh, that aria, you know, it's still going to be it's just a side job, essentially. I still think even then he'll be like, oh, Okay, well, that's that's good for you when you're getting, like, a real job. <laughs> uh, it's always hard to please the parents. And, and look, talking about that, uh, there's a lot of uh, themes on this album which obviously go personal for yourselves, for the band as well, too. And you know, one song in particular, the single Stay, that came out, this was obviously about Lizzie's growing up and uh, the arguments between her parents and that. Is, is it hard for you to sit down and, and write all these songs together, sharing the, that side of your life so early in your career? Or do you feel like it's important and something that needs to be heard you know, around the world and what's going on in your lives? Uh, I think it's good to write about that stuff because it's mostly Liz's stories and she's going to be the one that needs to be seeing them for I don't know how many years. So if she if she's not resonating with the song or if she's not telling a story that she enjoys, then I think that's when you can pull away from music a bit. It's definitely always hard hearing like some of some of her lyrics. There's there's a song from the first album, Ashes, that had like probably made me cry the first time she played it to me in acoustic guitar. <laughs> And that just deals with drug abuse and her brother and some things that happened to her family. So it's definitely like not a good time hearing them for the first time, but 
I think it's important that you sing these songs that mean something to you. Yeah, and then you get them out there and then that's when the relatability comes in. You have these people who go, this is just like my life and I relate to that so much. And and then you see these people at the shows and you're on stage and they're singing these words back to you. That's obviously got to be such a fucking surreal experience. I mean, so early into your career as well. Yes, definitely. But look, let's take a look at uh, some of this stuff that the Beautiful Monument has done. Let's get on that single we spoke about before. This is Stay on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. from the beautiful Monuments new album I'm the Reaper it is out June 28 via Grayscale Records now uh, the beautiful Monument when we first met it was uh, Big Sound 2017 and I, I'm gonna say, like when I first met you, you, you were very shy girls. You, you were sort of like taking everything in <laughs> around you at, at this music junket, so to say, in Brisbane. And from there, I, I've seen you grow on stage and you've just turned into these like badass chicks who are so keen to have their voices and music heard. And does it make it easier when you see more people coming to the shows or for you, like where does that growth come from and, and that ability to jump on stage and have that passion behind you? Um, honestly, like I think it's, I touched on it slightly before, but but having our new lineup has brought a lot of confidence to us all. I think um, because we never really felt like we had a full band or a proper lineup. It was always like something feels missing. Um, so having that for the first time when we played Unify 2018 just like really let us grow. And from there, uh, you've played Download Fucking Festival, which was a massive fucking achievement for the band as well, too. Playing both Sydney and Melbourne dates and seeing all those people who came out to your sets. What was that like? It was great. I always um, get the most anxious about shows. And especially when you're playing a festival, you know that people aren't necessarily there to see you. 
So I never like have any expectations of what the turnout or the reception will be. And then we started playing Sydney and it was just the best thing I could have hoped for. We had some dude crowd surf in a wheelchair. Everyone's lifting him up and it was sick. <laughs> no, that, that's great. I mean, like, you, you're going to come across all of these memories. I mean, because it's not obviously your first walk in the park. You said before you played uh, Unify, which is great too. And from there, you've also toured with In Hearts Wake and Tonight Alive. So, you know, you, you know what you're doing. And it, I guess it's great to sort of see that reception for people coming in and more and more people coming each time you play. Alright, so the genre crossing on the last album kind of continues on into this one and, and talking about continuation, the album title is linked to the first one. So obviously I'm the Sin, I'm the Reaper, the lyrics to Sins. What was the idea behind continuing on the, the title like that with the album titles? We actually decided the title back in 2016 when we had just finished recording I'm the Sin. We were sitting down with Sonny Trilla, who produced I'm the Sin, and we were just talking about what the album should be called and Sins was one of the last songs we did and we we're just talking and someone had said we should call it I'm the Sin and then immediately we were like the next album should be I'm the Reaper and then we have sort of like a a unity between the two. Oh, so that, yeah. that title was decided many years ago before we'd even like thought about the next album. And so are the albums connected lyrically and, and story-wise or are they two completely different stories? Um, there's a song or two that do continue a story from I'm the Sin but um, the rest of them are mostly new songs like new stories yeah in saying that with the album itself is there a song on there that you you cannot wait for people to hear so you know this is something that we can talk about now to build a bit of hype and when obviously people go hear the album they can go straight for that one and go ah that's the one andy was talking about is there one that you (laughs) just absolutely love and yeah it's actually i think it's meant to be our next release and so i'm very excited for it because it's it's probably the most different song on i'm the ripper and i'm the sin and to me it holds a special meaning so i'm i'm curious to see how ah. what people think of it whether they like it or not though like i'm still still one of my favorite things it means a lot to me a few years ago we all lost one of our best friends his name was justin nickel and there is a song about him on i'm the sin and this one is is a similar meaning but it's um i was it was a heartbreaking song for me so yeah so kind of like a continuation of his story or his legacy yeah it's just like he never got to see like all the things we were, he was managing us back like when we had our EP before we knew what we were doing or anything and he was always so excited he was like the biggest encourager for us and it just he's not getting to see anything that that we've been doing all the big shows or the festivals um and it just it kills us a little bit so this this one's for him yeah uh that, that's beautiful and we have seen you posting about him on your social media accounts as well too so you know uh from an outsider's perspective and i guess you know those close to you and the fans would actually you know back you and your claims and say you know you're doing amazing things and he would absolutely be proud of everything you've done so far so you know take that with you moving forward with everything you do Thank you, thank you. So what's what's next for the band? Obviously, you know, Lizzie has mentioned in the past that there's going to be another tour on the way soon, that kind of thing. Can we expect anything revealed? Or, uh, you know, have you got something in mind that you would love to do? At the moment, really, the I think the album tour is the only thing coming up, which should be around August, if I'm correct. But um, nothing, nothing's locked in yet, so... Like, I would love to tell you these are the dates and this is what we're doing, but <laughs> it's not that easy as a band all the time. Yeah, no, that's fine. And look, going by uh, your first headline shows and the amount of people that turned out to that, that's, you know, that obviously shows that there's a want and need for you girls to hit the road again. So, you know, would you be open to touring as much as physically possible or are you still unfortunately stuck in your day jobs and you've got to adhere to that? Oh, no, definitely. I think at the start of the year, we all, we all said what we hoped to get most out of this year and it, and it was touring, so... We would all love to go and do that. All right, perfect. Well, we can't wait to see you on the road. One more thing before we go. Uh, for the fans who obviously are waiting for this album, what's the one thing that you hope that they will take from this album when they hear it? I hope you can get something out of it and maybe at least one or two songs can mean something to you. Obviously, we're not like self-help professionals or anything like that, but music has the chance to really help people. And it would be great if I don't know something meant someone to someone somewhere. I personally cannot wait for fans to check out this album. It is great. Andy from The Beautiful Monument, all the best with the release, and uh, we'll catch you soon. Thank you very much. We'll talk soon. I dropped to the floor And I was left with nothing else to say I'm going insane And that was I can't believe you say I'm awake 
when everything means nothing by Fit for a King on Wall of Sound up against the wall. And if you have been living under a rock with those guys, they put out their album Dark Skies last year and that's the latest single from it. Melodic metal at its absolute best and I'm keen to see these guys head to Australia soon so hopefully they announce something in the next few months. But time for some new music. I got the brand new one for Perth band Make Them Suffer on the way. It's a fucking absolute banger of a track and a fantastic heavy return to form for them too. But also from Perth are the band Make Way for Man. They put out a song earlier on this week and it wasn't exactly a new song but it's a cover of the Our City classic Fireflies. Now this song was big about 10 years ago. You could technically call our city a one-hit wonder on the back of this song. He did have a follow-up one that came out afterwards, but it didn't do as well as this one here. And look, also in the past, I know that Sienna Skies have done a cover of this song, but I think this one officially takes the cake. It's got everything you want in it. Breakdowns, double kicking, screaming, melodic singing. I can't talk about it anymore. Let's just get it on right now. This is brand new Make Way for Men covering Our City's Fireflies. A wall of sound up against the wall. Sean from Make Them Suffer. And you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall.
make them suffer. That one's Hollowed Heart on Wall of Sound up against the wall and they're doing their tour across Australia right now and shows are selling out all across the place which goes to show there is a want and a need for Make Them Suffer not only here in Australia but with their international audiences too. No word yet on if they're working on an album that this song will come from but we'll keep you posted on all of that at wallofsoundau.com once we get that information. But that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for checking us out. Don't forget to give this podcast a like, subscribe to it, tell your mates about it, share it around, whatever it might be, and help spread the word of Wall of Sound. On the next episode, I'm bloody stoked to reveal that I've been trying to track this band down for an interview since they first announced they were getting back together again, and it finally happened. Tony Campos from Static X are bringing the band to Australia for not only an anniversary tour, but a memorial to their former frontman Wayne Static, who sadly passed away back in 2014. And yes, I go into all the nitty gritty details about this tour, whether it's a cash grab, whether it's something special to them and how they went about getting this idea and maybe a couple of clues about who could be fronting the band because this information has not been revealed to the public yet. We'll also talk about their forthcoming album Project Regeneration and find out an update on where they are with that. But to get you ready for that episode, I'm going to get on this track here, which no doubt they're going to be playing on this Australian tour when it kicks off across Australia in August. This is Static X bled for days on Wall of Sound up against the wall. My name is Brownie. I'll catch you next week.